good evening. Welcome back to Dungeons and Airwaves. Sorry we've been away for a week. I have unfortunately been a bit sick, but I'm back and a ready bit to go. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe a bit more than a bit sick. Billy can attest to that. We um, were concerned about your well-being. <laughs> sounding like I'm gargling pebbles, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm back now. I'm good. Don't worry, everyone. It wasn't COVID. He did get tested. Yeah. Real real fun that was. Right up the nostril. Mm-hmm. It's not COVID. My mother had me tested. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> uh, last session, <clears throat> as some of you may remember, we had a very large battle deep beneath the church in Halfway. We killed Satan. You killed a Satan. We <laughs> killed one Satan. Um, and on their way back up, they failed the skills challenge to escape and found themselves stuck in something of a demiplane where they were unable to call for help. Eshal was able to assist them in getting out, but they soon discovered that he had traded certain aspects of himself away in order for more power. You could say that Dale took his breath away. Some, yeah. You could, but I'd you kill you. Absolutely <laughs> could. You could, but you shouldn't, so don't. Uh, <laughs> he, he's right, but uh, he shouldn't say it. <laughs> so after finally escaping from this minor plane where they were stuck, they made their way to Arnie Wicklow's place where the door opened ominously. Um, and before we pick up, I just wanted to say that last session um, with the sending, I had made a mistake there. It should have been a 5% chance. Uh, I did not rule it as a 5% chance um, because I suck at maths. And that was my bad. Um, I'm not going to redo that purely because at that point it would completely change what has already happened. But going forward in the future, I will be more careful to make sure I'm doing things with the correct uh, percentage. So Does that mean would it have made any difference? Um, like would would it, would the sending a thing have worked if it had been done? Maybe. Damn. Okay. We, we don't know. Sure. Right. Yeah. Like the whole difference is that I rolled wrong and I should have rolled different dice. Oh sure. Well that's all right. That's not something you can. That's it's all good. Now. Yeah. But I just I wanted to address that because I think it's important for DMs to acknowledge when they've made mistakes. No, that's fair. And good on you for being a good DM. Yeah. Um, thank you. So I guess we'll jump right back into it with uh, the door opening ominously in front of us all. Hired by a mysterious party, three individuals make their way towards the snowy wilds of Athfar to meet their contact. Their job, unknown. But the promise of pay and adventure is high. Thrust together by fate or chance, join us as our story takes our three adventurers on an epic journey across the continent. We're back brilliantly with a couple of ill-timed dice rolls there. So. You could say we rolled. Anyway, moving on. As this door opens, leading into a darkened hallway, what are the three of you doing? I'm panicking. <laughs> um... I'm going to basically flex my fingers and wiggle them because that's where my magic comes from. Leo aggressively jazz hands in the door. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Leo is the master of jazz hands. And fire. You like jazz, Sonny? Yeah. Magic fingers. Nope. So, um, I'll, I'll go in. You'll go in? You are a brave one. I, I forgot your name wish. for a second there. I, thought, I didn't know whether your name was Katya. I'll follow Gordy in. Okay. The hallway 
creaks beneath your footsteps as you walk down its length. And it's longer than last time. There are no doors or windows and no lights are coming on as you pass through it. Auntie Wicklow appears to have done a bit of redecorating. Can I get a perception check from everyone? You can. Mm. What? Ten. Ten? Eight. Oh, boy. Nine, nineteen. Okay, so uh, Kodak and Gordy apparently are a little bit freaked out by this sudden change in atmosphere. Leonette, however, uh, being on guard, you can hear arguing somewhere ahead. I hear arguing somewhere ahead. <laughs> See, Kodak, still wide-eyed, realising that the seven years wasn't a joke. <laughs> Listen, fur man. I won't let her take any part of your organs. Thanks for that. <laughs> Just kind of looks around and then going to walk to... Do we hear the arguing? Now that you're getting closer, you see a single door up ahead and there's a... It's open just a crack and there's a small beam of light. I should have specified... Uh, we, we, we weren't meant to heal after last session, were we? No. Cool, sweet. I mean, oh, not cool. Shit. Good to know. <laughs> Did you forget? Like, did you heal? <coughs> no, I okay. didn't. I just yeah, saw my HP and I was like, oh, <coughs> bollocks. So that's good. Yeah, no, you have not had a long rest or Sweet. a short rest. Ouch. I am hurting. Uh, Kodak's going to walk down the hallway and just kind of knock on the frame of the door, not the door itself. Okay. Auntie Wicklow. The Are door opens silently and you hear the argument inside stop. And... What you see is Arnie Wicklow looking much larger than usual, uh, standing over the table at which is seated Father Dornan. Remember, Auntie Wicklow, a minute on the hips, a lifetime on the lips. I said that backwards. Doesn't matter. Don't forget I said that. Um, <laughs> There's one for the she heart. She just reel. kills you. <laughs> Looks you dead. Points at you and just says die. <laughs> so <Our> word kill. <laughs> uh, auntie, I'm so sorry. Father Dornland, have we met him before? He's from or is he yes, just the church. local priest. Yeah, he is the local priest. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure. Well, there he, goes that theory of mine. What was your theory? He was the demon. <laughs> oh, that would have been so cool. <laughs> I really just guy turns out to be a dickhead. Who knew? Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, also, I will say uh, my throat is still a little bit tender, so there will be less Arnie Wicklow voice today. That's okay. That's understandable. <laughs> Use your imaginations. Imagination. Hello, lovelies. No. That's Hello. Arnie Wicklow's What is that? <laughs> that is not Arnie Wicklow. That is Arnie Wicklow's brother. Um, Kevin. <laughs> Uncle St. Kilda. <laughs> Ke- Uncle Kevin. Uncle Kev. Uncle Railway Kev. Hotel. Uncle Kev. <laughs> Uncle Tattersalls. Um, He's also Uncle Wicklow. Uncle <laughs> Tats. Uncle Tats. <laughs> Oh, hello there, me boys. <laughs> Can I interest you in some scratch cards and Lager? <laughs> oh, well, radio. <laughs> I didn't know you'd met my uncle. <laughs> oh, it's good to see you there, Em. How come you never send me a Christmas card? That sounds like my uncle now. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <clears throat> so, as you interrupt this moment, they both just... Turn and look at you. Sorry. And there is a uh, a palpable <laughs> tension in the room that smells... Well, it doesn't have a smell, but if it had a smell, you'd feel like it would smell like burnt toast and acrid. 
Are we having a stroke? No. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for stroke. <laughs> Is it, isn't that a symptom that of a stroke? You can smell toast or yes, something? Yes, yeah, right. it is. A and smelly smell that smells But there's smelly. just the animosity between them seems palpable. I'm sorry, I, I can come back later if you'd like. It seems you're in the middle of something. Like the new look, by the way, and I just kind of turn and step out of the It door. smells like you're cooking toast, Auntie Wicklow. It may be burning. No, you're fine. Come in. Sit down. You don't have to do the voice if you... That is that is the voice without the throat part. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, I'll go and walk in and... Is Father Dawn in, like, on the table or in one of the chairs? He's, he's sitting on a chair. Like, okay, good. So you don't have to, like, sit on him. Right, he's, okay. he's sipping a tea. Sure. I'll go and sit also. Thanks, Annie Wicklow. Leonette, it's good to see you. I was worried that you had perished, unfortunately, much like the rest of this congregation. Fear not, Father. Something perished down there, but twas not us. Hmm. We killed something. I don't something. like the sound of that. Well, let me put it this way. Be very, very grateful that whatever we got, we killed down there did not make it up here. Otherwise, toast wouldn't be the only thing burning at the moment. I am quite grateful for that. You're welcome. And I see we have a new member of your trio. Oh yes, this is Gordy, and I just kind of push it forward and step back. <laughs> this Hello. is this is Gordy, one of our new uh, our new associate and apprentice to one of my longtime friends. Unfortunately, Katya did not make it out of our last encounter with these otherworldly creatures. That is a shame, but it is a pleasure to meet you, Gordy. It's nice to meet you too. I hope she, you find everything you're looking for here. She's very friendly. Very ominous, but thank you. She's normally very friendly. She did just get the living shit scared out of her down there. Uh, not all of it, just a little. <laughs> Gordy shat herself confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I looked for the bathroom, but the hallway only had one door. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're all seated at the table. What... What are you doing at this point? Drinking some tea and looking between uh, the father and the auntie. Roll. Uh, Gordy, roll an insight for me. Oh, my dice need to go to jail. Insight. It's an eight. Oh, Lord. Yeah. What did you roll? Seven. Don't you have... A plus one. You've got, only got a plus one? Mm-hmm. Damn, Okay. Um, never mind then. You are too, too focused on the tea. You don't really know them that well, so you can't you can't place anything in terms of this interaction that you've interrupted. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, the Russian came a out little there. Russian lady. No, I was just choking on myself. Okay. okay. <laughs> just got my tongue caught and like. A spot in my mouth when I went to say no, and then well, it just was downhill <laughs> it from to there. Us all. <laughs> so, did you find anything down there, lads and lass? Yes. We we, we <laughs> killed we killed it. Um, so that was going to be the extent of my like. Yes. There was a strange room. Um, we we fought. I don't know if it was a fiend or. I think it was a fiend, a fiend or a devil, something like that. Um, and I just kind of pull out the demonology book and flick through it like a picture book until I can find anything that looks similar to what Roll, mm. Roll investigation for me for that one. No. I shan't. 
Okie dokie. So that's an 18. Yeah, you are able to find uh, the page that this thing is um, detailed on. It doesn't actually have a picture, but it does describe the chain devil in detail. I couldn't find a picture. Uh, this might help you <laughs> understand what we found. Are you passing it to Yeah, I just passed it. Yeah, I passed the book over. Well, that sure is a shame. You're telling us. Kate <laughs> <laughs> gets like his little notebook out, just scribbles a really bad drawing of what it kind of looked like, and just. It's just a stick man with like <laughs> fake chains. chains. <laughs> Did you find anything else down there? No. Are you sure? Pretty sure. <laughs> it just feels the eyes on Kodak. Oh, the few little trinkets. It is a shame that there was such horrors hidden underneath my church. If there was anything down there that would be of an unholy nature, I would like to know so that I may bless it. The only thing unholy that we found down there was uh, trying to kill us. Several times. Fear not. Very well. It did not succeed. It almost did. (laughs) Almost did. Be (laughs) optimistic. <laughs> Good recovery. <laughs> we, uh, we, 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 someone else say something quick. I've lost my train of thought. It, it was a tough fight. If it wasn't for a shawl, we wouldn't have made it. And the just kind of standing behind you and just wheezes and puts a thumb up in the air. And it's like, yep, I'm here. I'm all right. Still standing, mostly. Does a shawl have a chair? Uh, no, there is not a chair. I'm giving him mine. Okay. <laughs> the the only one severely injured, and we're just like, you can just stand in the corner. He just collapses into it, um, throws Father Dawn in a bit of a stink eye, and just grabs tea and a bit of honey cake. Can't entirely blame him. That seems like something I would do if I if something bad happened, 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 happened. Yep. Why so, is there so many things wrong with me? <laughs> Who knows? It's the world. This is true. The problem is, if we... It, if more of those things can come back without closing off some whatever doorway they're using to come through, where the entire world will turn out like the smoldering remains of what used to be halfway outside. That's what I'm worried about. Whatever we do, whatever we can do, we need to do it quickly Father Dornan is there any way you could send word to other churches to get them to check their premises I can try I'm sure there is something that can be done and at that point you hear a stern rapping on the door outside and with that we will cut to a quick break
Alrighty, and we are back to the sound of a sharp knocking on the front door in rapid succession. Hello? No one's in! So the door to the room we're currently in? No, the door to the house. Auntie Wicklow, I believe this is your resident. I don't. What the? F- I'll, what? I'll get it. <laughs> what has happened to my voice? Can I just kind of walks out to go okay. see what's going on? The hallway kind of contracts as you walk down it, so that you arrive at the front door quite quickly. Oh, I thought oh, you meant like yes. crushing in on me. I'm like, no, 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 no. About Could I just like <laughs> <laughs> and as you open the front door, standing before you is a. Harried and stressed-looking Sir Orm. Holy shitballs. What happened to you? I came as quickly as I could. Well, uh, this isn't my house, but I suppose come in. I'm just not really sure. You invited the vampire in. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, Auntie Wicklow won't mind if I join. Oh, so you know each other. Okay, well, <laughs> they're down this way. And I just kind of lead him up the hall. Yeah. And he kind of looks at you as you lead him and goes, there's something different about you today, Kodak. I combed my hair. Yes, that's definitely what it is. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's just, and I kind of shruffle my hair and all this, all, this, all this dirt from wherever we were when it caved in just comes out of my hair. I was unable to reply to the message that you sent, but I did receive it. Oh, well, that's good to know. We thought it was broken for a second. I'm sure everyone will be much happier knowing that you just ignored us instead. Anyway. Laying the guilt <laughs> on so thick. He, he does not respond to that, just um, taps his staff on the ground once and just looks through the doorway at the two other figures that are standing, still eyeing each other. Door um Father and auntie. Yes, Father Dawn and Auntie Wicklow. Yeah, it's a family tiff. Maybe. We Kodak, who is it? Oh, you're not going to believe this. Oh, God, don't tell me it's Katya. <laughs> you see, it's single tear. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> if there's anyone I could believe to come back from the dead, it would be that woman. It's Aura. Literally Holy shit balls. <laughs> Either I'm just going to spring up to my feet. I always forget how tall you are. Most people do. My so apologies, I did come as quickly as I could. I don't understand. Your, our message didn't go through. It went through. I just could not respond. Oh, hallelujah. I thought it just didn't... I thought the spell just failed. And he looks between Father Dornan and Arnie Wicklow and at the three of you and at a shawl who's still just kind of... Just everyone looking at each other. He's just kind. Of, he's not quite passed out, but he's in a bit of a vegetative state right. at just the picture, moment. I just picture that scene from Rocky Horror, like the Janet, Doctor Scott, Janet, <laughs> Brad, Rocket. Just everyone. Donkey. <laughs> Donkey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. See, so I went to Rocky Horror, and you went to Shrek. I feel like it gives a bit of insight into what we're like. The worst part was when you said Rocky Horror, and then Janet. I was like, "There's no Janet in Rocky." Oh. <laughs> The worst part is I'm a big Rocky Horror fan. Apparently not. Um, (laughs) Not big enough. So I just had a Billy moment and forgot. (laughs) Okay, so would you like the cliff notes, Sir Orem? Is there a place that we can talk privately? With pleasure. 
That sounded a lot less, a lot, a lot creepier than I was supposed to. <laughs> so he was like, let me show you to my uh, boudoir. <laughs> I will show you to my chambers. Uh, um, Arnie Wicklow grabs her um, cane and just kind of raps at a Father Dawn's knuckles and goes, <coughs> right, we can continue this discussion at a uh, later date. Out you go. And just it's sort of <laughs> just, just kind of just pushing him out. out. <laughs> just kind of pushing him out with the cane. Just picturing having like bristles on the top, like a broom, and she's just like brushing him down the hall. Gordy's <laughs> gonna like nudge Kodak and like point at herself in the, the door, questioningly, <laughs> just like, yeah, do I, yeah, do I, oh, eh? my apologies. I, I don't know. <laughs> we have not. Oh, you, 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 it's, it's, it's fine, it's fine. She she can stay. Oh, so, uh, so Orem, this is Gordina. Uh, <laughs> Gordy, this is Sir Orem. So Orem is the reason we are, are on this little quest, and so Orem Gordy um, has joined our little companion, has joined our campaign um, after we lost Katya. Wait, what? What quest? Bollocks! We're going um, on an adventure to collect some things. I, Think I, I, I will lay it out in a moment. <laughs> it's like <laughs> what quest? I mean, I, I uh. Just kind of looks at Orem. He knows more about it. I'm sure he can explain it. Before we start, I believe you have something for me. I will flop it onto the table. (laughs) 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 So I'm like, Leo, I told you only when we're in private. Gordina, Kodak, leave immediately. Um, Yeah, no, so... A shell can stay. (laughs) Sorry. Witness me. A shell's just currently in something of a coma. (laughs) (laughs) Allow me to improve on that and just make that a little better. I will put the balls on the table. (laughs) You were going back. I said the balls, not my balls. There is a big difference. Our balls. (laughs) I flop the balls onto the table with the deafening thonk. Right. Okay, this is... We have something for you, Sir Oren. Balls. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> Just imagine Oren already looks done with the conversation. <laughs> Tell me everything now. I've, I have business to attend to. So demanding. He is a busy man, Gordy. We should mm. be grateful he came all this way to see if we were alive. I left the Wingates unattended and I cannot do that. This too. We'll take us back to the Wingates if you like. We can talk there. Looks at the three of you, looks at a shawl. Is this what you all want? A shawl's missing a lung. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe not this moment, but it probably wouldn't hurt going to the wind gates at some point in the near future. Right, you will have to give me a moment to prepare. And by a moment, I mean at least a day. That's all right. But no, essentially, um, we arrived back here to find the town, as you may have noticed, in a slightly in a slightly uh, a burnt to a crisp yes a state of disrepair less than satisfactory f- it's okay a few health and safety regulations may have been violated so um, we <laughs> we searched for and found a little uh, a little way into hell the, as good a word as any we found what appeared to be a shrine or a summoning altar with these three orbs on it, and, well, rather unfortunately, we appear to have invited something to come out and attack us and nearly, nearly costing us our lives. We were able to finish it off and kill it and managed to escape with these. 
That is concerning. You're telling me. It was probably Kodak's fault. Playing the blame game is of no use, Gordana. <laughs> he cannot help being an idiot. No, Kodak I, I, like I don't think that blame belongs to anyone. <laughs> right now, the fact the that you are able to defeat this monster and retrieve these orbs is good enough, but the fact that they have three of them... Had. Had three of them is... And now you have five, unless you've lost the other two. Again. I only had one. Oh, whoops, my bad. What did you do with the other one? That's what we're trying to find out. Uh, the last one, uh, if you remember, is still in the Ironback Forest Temple. Yeah. We sort of got... We were going to retrieve that one, but um, we sort of kind of got killed. Oh. That's a long story. <laughs> About uh, 14 episodes worth. <laughs> Well, someone just got meta. <laughs> um, so the thing is, there was meta six spots for orbs. Five, five. You okay. found one. Yeah. Um, no, I mean in that underground temple. There were three, and there were five spots. Yeah, five yeah, spots. There's cool. three at the altar, one in the frost temple, one in the iron bar. Yeah. The thing is, there was three of those things, and we managed to bring some ungodly, demonic, hellish spawn into us for god's sake what on earth would have happened if all five of them had been in there the portal most likely would have fully opened and i see free reign as it were essentially for god's sake we we have to destroy these things i'm working on it there is there is no safe way to destroy them oh crap i thought that would be the case if we destroy them then there is no way to close this portal mm. but we cannot keep them as they are what if there's, there was somewhere we could put them that's what I'm like, hoping for like a pocket dimension or something similar would it be possible to use a magical item to store them somewhere safe perhaps separated from one another so in case one gets lost the others can't be taken that is a good idea it is something that can be worked on what about a really, really, really deep hole? Gordina, we just took them from a really, really, really deep hole. No, that was a cavern, not a hole. Trust me, I know about these things. There is no guarantee that the powers that want these cannot track them. Mm -hmm. Thus, we need to find ways to ensure that they cannot be tracked or found. So why don't we just close the portal and then destroy them? I believe that is what we're trying to do. Yes. Mm. Well, I don't know. I've just come into this. I didn't even know what the orbs were half an hour ago. She has a point. I am pleased you are now enlightened. Well, I'm not. What do they do? Why do we want them? How many are they? Where are they? I'll tell you the entire story. I just need you to get up Spotify and search Dungeons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, available on all good podcasting services. <laughs> There are five of the orbs. Currently, one is in my possession. The These three were stolen from me previously. So you have all but one? Now I have all but one, yes. And that means we need to go to the Ironback Forest. Does that fight. mean we get paid for these three? We're getting paid? Wait, oh. you guys are getting paid? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. It might be something to discuss later. By merit of the fact that you did assist with this, then yes, I will pay you as well point is as soon as we killed this thing we took the orbs and we ran clearly something did not want us to take these orbs because the entire cavern collapsed around us were it not for a shawl saving us within the nick of time we would be approximately flat by now 
This is concerning. I did not realize their power was growing so strongly. It has been some time. This has happened before? It has a very long time ago. Mm. I suppose I have, have not been completely honest with you, and that is a, no one's fault but my own. I understand that you do not trust me all that much. I don't even know you. I find myself trusting you more than most people I've come across on these adventures. I'm just happy to be alive. That is good. I am also happy that you are alive. He needs us to find his balls. <laughs> Character kind of snickers at that. Um, I do have a question. If we do take them to Wingrace, are these orbs going to be protected? And yes. does this have anything to do with the temple at Wingrace? Yes, I do believe it does. And Kodak just kind of has, like, a flashback of the pictures on the temple walls. Um, no, that's pretty much it. The, I, I asked... Forgive me for disturbing you. I sent the... I tried to send for you because I remember when we found the first orb, you brought us to you. Riders were about to be overrun by uh, goblin creatures. And... You were about to fall into a hole as the island collapsed. Yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I was afraid. I was more. I was just hoping that you would be able to do the same for us again because we were literally about to get crushed by falling rocks. Even if I had that power, which you were in a plane, not this one. But, I didn't, but uh, yeah, yes, of course. But if you had that power, you did. You brought us to you once before. Yes, from this plane. I see. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yes, that. If you do wish to check it out, the portal to that plane is in the church. Oh, I, I would much prefer it just be filled in. Well, I sort of thought you'd have that opinion. One that I share. Um, so no way to get rid of the rubble, I suppose. These orbs are now yours. They were stolen from you. We stole them back. And I think now we need to head to Ironbark. Oh, well, the next step after we journey to Wingate is to get to Ironbark and see if we can find this last one. Ah, yes. Yeah, I'm back. Worst. Can't wait. I sense sarcasm. Oh, no, no, it's fine. No, we I treated can't. like I'm family. So It'll be so a good time. I'm socially impaired. I don't sense anything. Um, that was in character, by the way. <coughs> and also not. Um, <laughs> You'd be right. <laughs> ah, I that suppose. Is, that is essentially the story. Very well. Unfortunately, um, oh, yes, and in case you were wondering... Uh, the thing that killed Karcher and killed Kodak and I before we were resurrected um, was another otherworldly being but bigger than anything we've ever seen yes it seems that they are coming from more and more places now that thing swatted us like flies and turned yes. Karcher and Mercer into a shish kebab as regrettable as it is, there is little that can be done in this instance. No, no, of course. We gave them a nice send-off. I can only offer my consolation and my gratitude. Much obliged. Now, I will attend to the church and ensure that no one else can find this place. Be ready in the morn, and we shall make way. I am... Um, Very I will, well. We will, we will become... We will make ourselves ready. We'll see you in the morning then, Oram. Very well. And he turns on his heel and leaves without another word. I wish 
to... Oh, that man has so many secrets and mysteries about him. I'm going to steal those orbs from him. I don't trust him. We just stole them to give him back. Well, did you really know if they were his to begin with, or did he just tell you that? <laughs> you just hear the kids clicking Kodak's head and just... <laughs> oh. Gordy, I, I get where you're going with this, but we have to try and not question this. This man is very powerful. <laughs> just well, make sure it's what you course, want to do first. Of course, but why would you trust him? And as Kodak ponders that question, we will cut to another break. You're listening to Dungeons and Airwaves here on 106.9 Tune FM.
Alrighty, and we are back. And mm. as Aurum leaves, Arnie Wicklow returns as so Aurum leaves, and the house seems to heave a sigh of relief as it relaxes and the lights brighten. Hello. <coughs> My apologies. Hello, uh, hello, Auntie Wicklow. Right. How's everyone doing? Well, Very I don't sore. like that man. But, alright. How do you know Sir Aurum? Oh, we go way back. Back when I was young. And in the How said, old is Aurum? And then the meteor hit the uh, Well, I don't know. A little bit older than me, probably. And that's a loophole of how you ask someone their age. <laughs> how old <laughs> someone else, by comparison? <laughs> Well, that's fair enough. Um, you seem to have gotten yourselves uh, involved in some interesting business. Very much so, but for as much as I blame Orem with, meeting his acquaintance has brought some benefits. Acquaintance? Which one? This one? She shoves a thumb in a shawl's direction. Uh, yeah, well, kind of, yeah. I, I met, did meet him through that. I was coming this way, through this way to get work. Under Sir Orum's employee, so it's also how I met Leo in Cartier mm. and Gordy later on. Hello. We go together, like Rama Lama Oh, I'm so, so glad you said it because I was like, hold back. <laughs> I'm very lost right now. It's from Greece. <laughs> okay. Uh, Leo has also gotten some damage from the cave. <laughs> I hope he's all right. No. Ah, look, you just have some more tea. You guys will be fine. Tea cannot fix brain damage. You'd be surprised at what my tea can do, Sonny. A rock hit me on the head very hard. <laughs> at that point, I just kind of pick up a cup and just... And it's very refreshing. So I will take... Is it a cup of tea? Yeah. And for, like, comparison, like a normal-sized cup of tea? Yes. So it looks like a shot glass in my hand. Pretty much. I'll just, yeah, <laughs> skull it in one go. It's very hot, and it does scald your throat. Um, <laughs> it takes one damage for scalding, takes another damage for being a dumbass. <laughs> you, you do feel revitalized as you gain 2d8 hit points back. Everyone who drank the tea. That's some good tea. Oh, Can Gordy, you've got to try this. that to my currently full HP? Yes, well, I know what I'm doing. Um, oh, Meta, we're still exhausted. Look, we've got the two exhaustion points, don't mm-hmm. we? Crap on a cracker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should rest while Sir Orem is preparing whatever he's preparing. That's he did say idea. to be ready by the morn. Tis not the morn yet. Tis very much the afternoon. afternoon. It's been <laughs> a long after. day, Leo. I, I think... Think a rest is needed. No, that is what I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. we don't need to be. We don't need to leave until the morning. It is the not the morning yet. We should rest. Okay. Yeah. So for clarification, if you take a long rest, you will only lose one point of exhaustion. Is there anything longer than a long rest? No. Can we coma? Can we put ourselves in a coma? No. No. Damn it. <laughs> um, I believe I said two points of exhaustion. Did yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We've got two. Yeah. So each long rest, you lose one point of exhaustion, basically. Auntie, Vic, Auntie Wicklow, would you mind if we had a rest? Take as long as you need, boys, and uh, Gordy. <laughs> oh, and okay. uh, Auntie Wicklow, out of, out of curiosity, Auntie Wicklow, exactly what is our friend going to be doing for the next seven years? I do have some questions. Can we talk about that at some point? We can talk if you want. I just 
The I want to know exactly what I've signed up for. We'll we'll go to bed if you like, Kodak. We'll let you discuss this in private. Yeah, I feel like this is a chat we need to have just between me and Artie Wickley. I'm going up for a long rest. I was like, right, see ya. Very well. Take some tea with you. Oh, gladly. I will follow. Just yeah. shots it in the door. I was going to say, you just <laughs> see me like, so I've just got like two cups of tea, one in each hand. It was like, <laughs> okay, that's good. I'll take the second Eats one Eats the whole cup. <laughs> Just, just, just hear the crunch. Just take the kettle and she pushes it at you. Oh! <laughs> just cold room. Yeah, exactly. And as you leave the room, the door closes behind you in the room. Sorry, just a meta question yes. before we get into the Kodak thing. Um, so even though we've, we don't, I know we don't write exhaustion points down because there's nowhere, oh, like in the character sheet, there's nowhere yeah. to do it. So, but even though it's a long rest, so is that still back to full HP and all slots and everything? Yeah, everything's Sweet. back. You just only have, you have one exhaustion point now, okay, which cool. means speed is halved. And what was the set? What did the second exhaustion point do? Disadvantage on all ability checks. And well, I'm glad that us. one. I'm glad that one's not. I'm glad. Oh, I didn't remember. I didn't do that one for the perception check at the start. Oh, well. That's fine. I also forgot. Um, yeah, okay. In that case, um, I'll just go and have a long rest. I assume, Gordy, you're coming with. Mm-hmm. And then we'll let uh, the Kodak... Uh, we'll let Kodak carry the reins for the next few minutes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Just, like, uh, just as you guys are about to get into the conversation, you just hear Leo from, like, I presume we've gone upstairs to, like, the guest rooms or whatever. You just hear him, you just hear yell from, like, the top floor, this is some damn fine tea. <laughs> I'm sorry about my friends, <laughs> but thank you for the tea. It's fine. He's had a long day. <laughs> Haven't we all? Such good tea. <laughs> uh, and Ashal's still in the back. Um, the chair has, you notice, morphed into a sort of soft-looking armchair now and he's kind of just sleeping but Arnie Wicklow pulls up another chair and the lights behind her dim a little bit just for the dramatic effect as her visage shifts and changes from the old woman you're familiar with to a much larger dark green skinned being with long grey hair matted with vines and leaves do I recognise what this creature is um yeah, roll a nature at disadvantage for exhaustion. Oof. That I can do. 18? Yeah, you recognise her as a hag. No offence, but you're a hag, aren't you? Well, you could have been a little bit more polite about it. <laughs> I'm, I am sorry, I just... <laughs> I'm sorry, I, was, I don't mean to interrupt and break the tension, just like... You're a hag. <laughs> no offense, but you're a hag. No offense, but girl, you're damn ugly as hell. Um, you know, if it helps, I'm not quite like my brethren. I do I prefer to do good for people, but everything. That's fair, comes and I do thank you. You have helped us a lot, quite a lot. Well, especially of late. Um, what is happening does threaten everyone who lives here, including me. That's understandable. So, about your deal. Yes, I was just curious. I know it goes for seven years, seven months, and was it seven weeks? Seven days. Seven I like days. things to be uh, okay. symmetrical like that. Um, well, I just... What's it entail? Well, I say jump, you jump. I say run, you run. I say kill someone, you kill someone. Oh, <laughs> it's one of those deals. That, that's fair. Is there room to negotiate on killing certain people, or is it... Here's the knife. Get them. That depends. How good are you at resisting control? 
I can't say I have experience. Yeah, you'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> good, good to know, just kind of nervous. This is really... Picks up tea, has a sip, just... This is really good. Um, Look, let's put it this way. So long as your goals align with mine, and for the moment they do, everything's going to be just fine for you, Sonny. Thank God. I just... Also, what happens... I'm assuming this is like a Charles thing where it's set in stone. Like, he dies. He probably still owes you something. Well, he's... What happens if I die? Does someone else pick up my debt, or...? No, if you die... You don't wiggle out. I bring you back and you just work for me. And then I assume when my contract's up, I then pass on to the afterlife. Pretty much. That's comforting. So if you don't die, you'll be fine. So try not to die. Oh, trust me, it's at the top of my list. But, but yeah, no, that's... I'm glad to hear it. Now, what are you doing tonight? Uh, I was going to rest before travelling... Why is that? Because I'll throw something in for you if you do something for me. Without thinking, like, deal. <laughs> You've already got seven years. I can alleviate most of what's happened, so you get the uh, full benefit of a long rest, same as your companions. But I need you to tail the father for me. Do you know where the father is heading? Because I'm assuming it's not to halfway. Well, I wouldn't know, but I'd keep an eye out for him. That that makes sense. Um, can I bring a friend with me? I'm gonna gonna need some minutes. I'm gonna that accidentally is, pull something to me. That is up to you. Then I'll do it. Very well. Here, drink this. And she hands you a what kind of looks like boiling mud in a mug. And Kodak kind of looks at it for a second. And you <laughs> slowly puts the cup up and just begins to drink. He's like, see it almost try and come back up. He's like, forces it down. It, it tastes like boiling mud as well. But, um. That was just mud, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, but you see, it's all about the intent, not the delivery. Ah, okay. So that was a test. No, not really. Oh. <laughs> just looks at the cup full of <laughs> empty You, you kind of feel like it, it boiling in your stomach for a second. It's all tumultuous, and uh, then you start to feel a bit better. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. So, tail the father, you say? Tail the father. Find out what he's doing. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him, and I can throw him pretty damn far. Understandable. And if you happen to find out what uh, my good friend Orm's up to as well, then, uh, you know, it wouldn't hurt. I'll, I'll see what I can find. Is there any way to contact you? Oh, you, you'll know. You'll be, you'll be able to tell. Okay. Good to know. Um, Just think real hard in my direction. Yep. Got it. So, trailing the father, I should... Well, if he's left, I should probably get to that. Yep, probably. Well, thank you. You've kind of clarified a lot of it for me. All right, and as Kodak prepares to go off on this little midnight journey, we will cut to another quick break here on uh, Dungeons and Airwaves at 106.9 Tune FM.
Alright, and we are back. Now, before we cut to Kodak, we'll just go quickly upstairs to, well, upstairs in the hallway. This house is a bit of a, a pocket dimension in and of itself. So, what are Gordy and Leo doing right now? Passed what? out <coughs> asleep. Just Apparently Sir Orem <laughs> stayed with Leo. <laughs> just, no, like, just all the tea, like, just okay. straight out of the kettle, just... I'm literally okay. just... <laughs> Leo chugged all the tea yeah. and is now throwing up. <laughs> uh, roll constitution for me. Oh, no. <laughs> Too much tea. Uh, at disadvantage. <laughs> Twisted tea. Yeah, you've still got your exhaustion points. We had a long rest. No, this, still is still, this is still at night. You haven't oh, had a long no, rest no, no. yet. Oh, sorry, then I'm still... I'm not doing the tea. I'm long resting. I thought we had, I thought the long rest had ended. No, no, no. Oh, then I'm still... This is still like, night time. Sorry. Yeah, this is, so this, this is... As you go upstairs... Right. Before you go to bed, what are you doing? Oh, I'm pretty much just crashing into bed. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Just crawling into bed. Cl- so just ignore the... Like, okay. that's not happening. I was just going to make you need to go to the toilet really badly oh, if right. you drank okay. too much tea. That was it. <laughs> just wakes up and he's pissed the bed. And he's he just like, can't find the toilet. He's, like, going through the he just, hallways and everything. He has, a, he has a, um, an outhouse dream. It's a trap. He sleepwalks. He can't find the bathroom. And Honey Wicklow wakes up at 3 in the morning and Leo's pissing in a kitchen sink. <laughs> She walks into the kitchen, turns the light on, just sighs and turns it off and leaves. <laughs> Leo oh, just has that moment tea. where the kid's just standing in the hallway and be like, I threw up. <laughs> I Wicklow, I pissed myself. Um, so was there anything that Gordy wanted to ask Leo before you go to bed? Anything you wanted to talk about in character with each other? Leo. Yes, Gordy. Why do you trust Sir Orem so much? Truthfully, I would not say that I trust him implicitly, but he has shown himself to know more about what is going on than anybody else. And whether I like it or not, we are involved now, and we need all the knowledge we can get, considering what we are going up against. But you're just giving him all of this power, and you don't even know what he's going to do with it. I also know, for right or for wrong... He had one of these, but he had all of these, in fact, before before they were stolen from him. And yes, I don't know who stole them from him. I have no way of knowing that. But what I do know is that for the moment, Sir Oren being in possession of these things is definitely a hell of a lot better than those creatures getting their hands on them again. But what if he stole them from the guys who were trying to be good? Well, now that I do not believe, and because way back, um, way back in one of our first episodes, which again is available <laughs> on all good podcasting services, um, way back, um, way back when we first sort of found ourselves together and figuring out what was going on, we were attacked by those other, by the other, I guess you would call them scavengers who were also looking for these things, and well. They were not good people. But maybe they only attacked you because they thought you were stealing them for the bad guy. Very true. And as there is a lot of unknowns and a lot of different possibilities this could turn out. But for the moment, I can't see anything better. And like I said, I do not implicitly trust Sir Oren. He is... There are many things he has not told us and I believe he is deliberately not telling us certain things 
but I do think that out of all of the possible alternatives, he is the best person to be in the service of right now. Keep in mind, he didn't hire us on as like contractors. Originally, Cartier Kodak and I, we started out as just looking for work and we found an advertisement that someone was looking for adventurers to go on a bit of a, a bit of a hunt force for them. So we answered the flyer, we met him and he explained that we just needed to find these for him. We found one and things just sort of unraveled from there and we began to learn more along the way. I live my life in the quest of knowledge and learning as much as I possibly can about everything this world, this wonderful world has to offer. And the more I learn about these things, the more fascinated I become. And I don't think I'm able anymore to just forget about them. You speak a lot about Katya. Did you trust her? You know, I really, really wish Katya could have met you, Gordy. I think she would have liked you. But did you trust her? I trusted her as a, as a fellow adventurer on our campaign. She saved both Kodak and I a few times and she earned a level of trust. She definitely earned a good amount of goodwill in both my book and Kodak's books and I hope that I hope that we did the same for her. I cannot speak for Kodak but I believe he feels the same. I still feel a great deal amount of guilt and misfortune at what happened to her and that we were not around to to do anything about it. Did she trust the or? <laughs> Gordy Katya did not trust anyone. But isn't it funny that she didn't trust him and now she's gone? True, it is. Although I Given what it was that killed her, given what it was that killed us, I there is nothing I have seen on this world or learned about in this world that gives me any indication that that monstrous being could, could in any way be influenced or be under the influence or the control of somebody in this world. I cannot believe that Sororum would have been able to would have been able to set that beast on her. Unless he had the orbs, and with that, Gordy is just going to go into her room and close the door. Okay. True. And I'm just saying this to myself. Yep. But he didn't have them, to the best of our knowledge, anyway. He had one. So to the best of our... And Trent, we don't know. It might have been him that just planted those three orbs in the altar down, like, downstairs. Underground, we don't know. But And then I'm just sort of going to finish my thought, my thoughts to myself out loud. There is, n- there is too much uncertainty and Gordy is right I do not implicitly trust Sir Oram and I would not trust him with my life but I still think he's the best alternative for the moment Okay. god damn I really wish Katja could have met Gordy and I'm just sort of getting, just going to roll over and sleep Okay. and with that we cut back to Kodak so Kodak just needed a bit of a room to prep himself for a bit so you see a small brass bowl, a few candles and incense lit up, and you see as he slowly begins performing a uh, fine familiar ritual. After spending a bit of time on that, you see one feather p- pop out, 
followed by a second. Next thing you know, this whole bird basically materializes from this small bowl. Riker, you're going to hate me for this, and I'm sorry I had to pull you away, but I need your health right now. <laughs> you see the crow kind of just look at Kodak like, where ah! are you? <laughs> where am I? Um, Plot twist, that's not him. That's just, a, like, that's just a random crow. He's like, you're, you're really going to hate this part too. You know how you don't like owls, but you're going to have to be one for a little bit. I promise I'll change you back. And I change him into the form of an owl. Okay. We've, we've got some work to do. And sorry, just for uh, just has any has, has Re, Re, Real Riker 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 has he been introduced in the campaign yet? Nope. Not to you yet. Okay, no, but like like to the audience, would anyone nope. know have any no. idea who he is? Okay, so Riker is a small black crow that was one of Kodak's friends in inverted commas back in the Ironback Forest. I was going to say just because you start, I was like, who the frick is this? I have no freaking idea what's going on. This makes no sense yeah. to me. Ah, good to know though. Yeah, no, I was going to wait until the linebacker woods to introduce it, but I actually really needed it, so I pulled it yeah. all the way to me. So currently, Riker is a owl. What sort of owl? Uh, like a almost like Hegwig from Hegwig? Harry Potter, snowy owl. Snow owl. Oh, snow owl. beautiful okay. snowy owl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a fun fact: snow owls don't hoot like Hedwig did in Harry Potter movies. They bark. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's fair. Sorry, that's I not. Think, ex- that's they really used a barn owl, didn't they, for the movies? Yeah. The noises she made. Mm. And then she got blasted out of the <laughs> air. Just got absolutely one shot out of the air. Kablammy. To be mm. fair, anything that hits Riker will also one shot it. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of, let me get the stats up. Just, yeah. accident, just Leo accidentally just like falls out of his window and lands on him. And that's, that is the end. <laughs> just sneezes yeah. a little um, bit too hard. Okay, cool. Yeah. So he packs up the stuff from the ritual. He's like, I'm sorry about, I'm sorry again about this. And you just see Riker like pecking Kodak. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, oi, I'm oi, sorry, oi. I'm sorry. And um, he is not pleased. I head out. I'm like, we're looking for a man. I try my best with the scribe, Father Dornan. Yep. <coughs> I'm going to send you ahead. If you can find where he is currently, come back to me. Okay. Because we need to follow this man. It's very important. And Riker takes off into the cold, snowy night and flies into the darkness. And I'm going to go in the direction I'm assumed that Father Dornan has gone. Okay. Uh, Roll me a perception. You now no longer have disadvantage because you drank that delicious potion. Delicious. Um, That's not great. That's a six. What's your passive perception? 13. Okay. Um, it's a bit difficult. Are you in man form right now? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit difficult to find your way in man form. Um, it's dark. It's it's snowy. And eventually you see Riker come back and land on your shoulder and he just shakes his head. He was not able to find this person that you were looking for. Ooh. Um... I'm just trying to think of how I would go about. There's not any animals around outside of Riker at the moment, is there? Mm. There are. As you sort of sit there and expand your awareness, you can. You can hear some rustling here and there. I'm gonna try and find whatever it is. Just okay. So. Um, roll me a survival check, please. That I can do. And that is a 23. Okay, with a 23, you are able to find a couple of small rats scurrying through the uh, leftover remains of the um, 
the larder from the general store. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you guys. Um, Cast speak with animals. Yep. They look at you and they look at the owl and they kind of... Don't worry, he's, he's friendly. He won't hurt you. Um, but have you seen a man go by? I, just, I know this probably... You don't see many people since everyone left, but have there been people here? Have you seen people? If you did, can you tell me which way they go? I can give you something for it. For a moment, they they turn and they kind of squeak amongst themselves as they convene, and eventually they point you uh, towards the direction of the church. Thank you very much. And I go and pull some of that honeycomb I got <laughs> out from like 13 episodes ago and just put it on the ground. Oh yeah, they go nuts for Thank it. Thank you very much. And I head towards yeah. the church. Okay. Um, are you sneaking towards the church? Are you just walking? Are you going in bear form? I'm going to try and do this quietly, so I'm going to stay as a human. Okay, roll a stealth check for me then. Well, that's not great. Uh, <laughs> that's an eight. You you think you're being pretty stealthy. Like, you can still hear yourself. You, you are crunching through the snow, but there's no one around. There's... You haven't seen anyone, so you're pretty confident that you've been. Can I send different. Riker ahead just a bit to yeah. have a look? I can only see through Riker. I think it's a hundred feet. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'll get within a hundred feet and then send Riker in. Um, Riker, as you are looking through Riker's eyes, you, you really get the sense that he's just he's not happy being in our form right now, and he's not quite paying attention. He's being a little bit, um, being a bit malcontent and not really following what you're asking him to do. But as he circles overhead on the ruined church, he does spot two figures. Um, Does he pick up any fine detail on them, or is it just you see two blobs in the snow? Um, He can see they look to be two men, he's pretty sure. Um, They're both sort of wearing the same outfit, so he's not able to really pick up the differences. To him, most humans look the same. Understandable. Um, But are you looking through his eyes? Yeah. As you look through his eyes and you kind of zone in, you can recognise Sir Orem and um, Father Dornan. Oh. Okay. Um, I'm going to slowly go and approach. Not directly to them. Hey, guys, how you going? Just like... Um, Roll another stealth check for me. That's even worse. That's a four. Oy, oy, oy. If you get that you're trying to sneak up on them, you yell out and wait. Um, <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> can you quickly roll a insight check for me? I can try. <laughs> that would be a 19. Okay. So you notice that Sir Orem's his shoulders shift just a little bit towards where you're approaching. But Father Dornan hasn't noticed... Uh, you and he does not appear to have noticed that uh, Sir Orem has noticed you, but Sir Orem doesn't say anything. I'm just gonna stay where I am. Maybe even take like a step or two back and just kind of yes. sit there. I'll and try and make sure that my outlines like. Yeah, yeah. It's there's still some beams and some trees that you are able to stand in the shadow of, and what you hear as you stand there is Father Dornan pretty angrily and accusatorially talking to Sir Orem, saying that you've brought this on all of us, you know this. You you need to leave, you need to not come back. This this place was sacred, and Sir Orem 
looks back at him and goes, You are awfully one to talk, my dear friend. You know just as well as I how dangerous this is, and look what you've done. Don't think I cannot smell that scent on you. And at that, Kodak's just kind of like, Oh, they're spilling the tea. <laughs> Father Dornan takes a step forward, and he's, he's a little bit shorter than uh, Sir Orem, but in the flickering light of some of the braziers that have been lit up, his shadow seems to grow. And he leans up into Sir Orem's face and says that I did what I had to do. And you know this just as well as I, I am keeping us safe. You are blessed with your long life, and I've had to fight for mine. And Sir Orem looks down at him and just says, This is not what she would have wanted, and you know this. She made that deal to protect all of us here. She made that deal to protect her people. And you, following in her footsteps, you've done it only for power, only for greed. I'm going to get Riker to go sit in a tree nearby, see if he can get a bit closer. Okay. Just casually perch. Um, so he does fly closer, and neither of them notice. He rolled a natural 20 on stealth, so good on you, buddy. <laughs> Did something good. Um, Stop being mad. <laughs> and his feathers ruffle a little bit, and you can sense just this instinctual fear rising in him. Because looking at these two, they seem so much larger to the bird. With that, I was like, you don't have to stay there long, friend. Just just a little longer. And what you notice through Riker's eyes, uh, you notice through Riker's eyes that Father Dorn pulls out a blade and it glints in the firelight and he points it directly at Sir Orem. And he says, give me the orbs right now. And Sir Orem just shakes his head and says, no. Oh, I am finishing what she started. And with that, we will cut to a quick break. You are listening to Dungeons and Airwaves here on 106.9 Tune <laughs> FM. I will everybody said about the bird.
Alrighty, we are back. Kodak, with this uh, tea that you've discovered, what do you... Um, <laughs> it's quite spicy. Um, I'm going to tell Riker to wait a couple minutes. Okay. And I'm going to start heading back as quietly as I can. Okay, roll a stealth for me. This is going to go horribly. With your dice? Yes, it is. Oh, actually, before that, I'm going to cast Pulse Without Trace. Smart thinking. Yeah, um, so that'll be a 20... No, not 23. Um... 25. You're going to really hate me, because guess what uh, just got rolled for perception? Not 20. Yeah. They see me as I walk away. Yeah. You turn, and you think you're, and you're being really stealthy. Um, I kicked the wall back. <laughs> but oh. there was just something, and Father Dornan is he's really stirred up right now. Does a 19 hit your AC? 100%. Yeah. So you take three points of piercing damage as... You see through Riker's eyes, Father Thornan just turns and throws this dagger at you. I just watched myself get kill camped. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yeah, as soon as I get hit with that knife, my connection with Riker just drops. I'm yep. like, get out. Yeah. And so I have a dagger in me. Yep. Um, well, I'm still going. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm, I'm running. You're, you're booking it. Um, yeah. Roll athletics for me. Oh, yes. Yes, please. Run. Cool. That's a 19. Okay. Um, you didn't run fast enough. No, <laughs> you did actually beat uh, Father Dornan's athletics check there by two points. Thank God. Um, so you just, you straight book it. <laughs> and nice. you can, you can't hear Riker, but you can sense him flying nearby. And you feel this heat on the back of your neck as something goes flying. And you make it back to Arnie Wicklow's house and you collapse through the door and it closes behind you with a snap. I just got the image of like Leo out there like waking up like, oh, a bird, good target practice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Don't worry, Arnie Wicklow, I'll cook breakfast. (laughs) As soon as I land, like I'm still running, I had the knife in me, I'm just going to pull it out and cast Cure Wounds. Yes. Be like, Wicklow, I'm back. And I just drop the knife to the floor. She just appears out of nowhere and just stands over looking at you and goes, So? What are they? Don't know what you mean. Birds. More than friends. (laughs) (laughs) God, he's just peeking down from the stairs. (laughs) See, now we're going to get like Orem and Father Donnelly. Um, (laughs) Donnelly. Donnelly. Father whatever his name is. We're going to get, like, on our Tumblr page, people start, like, drawing fan art of the two of them. Please do. I would um, love some fan art. Please draw us fan art. Yes. Um, anyone that's listening that's good at drawing, which is certainly not Even me. if you're not good at drawing, Everyone can get stick figures of the party. Exactly. Yeah. I'd um, love to see it. That's how most of my drawings are depicted. <laughs> so, there's something about Father Dornan. I don't believe he's entirely human. Well, you wouldn't be wrong there. Shame it took you a while to figure that one out, though. We didn't exactly I've met him a clues. total of twice. I'm, I'm not awake, am I? Shit, no, sorry. you are not awake. <laughs> that was just me talking in my sleep. Also, is there anything special about this knife that he threw at me? <laughs> it's sharp. Just a dagger. Oh, I'm keeping that. Actually, no, I'm not, Actually, and I leave it on the table. Roll a history check for me. If you don't want it, I'll take it. I don't want to be tracked. Um, you said history, correct? Mm-hmm. Five. Yeah, it's just a knife. Cool. It's just a knife. I'm going to just 
Please don't just stab. Please don't. Stab. <laughs> I just put it on the table. Yeah, she like she watches as you go to stab, and she's like, "Don't." Yeah. <laughs> the moment I'm like, "That is mahogany." <laughs> so they were fighting about those orbs. Well, yeah. Father Dornan really wants them. Like, really wants them. Yep. Um, do you know why? Probably. They also mentioned a her. Oh. I don't know some unknown third yeah, party. Well, that'd be a. <laughs> Wait, how? Not to sound. You said you're quite old, along with Sir Orum. When you say old, how how much wisdom do you guys have in terms of how much this land has changed? If I was gonna put a number on it, I'd say upwards of five hundred years. Oh, that's that's a lot. That's a lot of years. That's a lot more than I thought. Well. We don't all age as well as I do. That's fair enough. I'll keep that in mind. No comment, no comment, no comment, no comment, no comment. Um, Again, you are in bed. <laughs> no, he's just in sleep. No comment, no comment, no comment. God, he's like, what the hell is going on? You've been on? visited by Annie Wickler in your dreams. <coughs> She's my sleep paralysis demon. The only one who has that to look forward to is Kodak. <laughs> yeah, so with that... Dornan's blaming Orum for the attack. But how could that be if Orum never had the orbs? Well, you could think of it as uh, the same way your friend Gordy here said it was your fault. <laughs> just remembers and looks up to where Gordy's From the top sleeping. of the stairs. I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm in bed. Uh. <laughs> Here's a run into the wrong door. <laughs> yeah, you just hear Locked the yourself out. <laughs> um... Yeah, but then Dornan threatened Orum, and that's when I tried to leave, and then, to be fair, Dornan then threatened me with the dagger when he threw it at me. <laughs> it was a good shot, I will give him that, but I'm not very keen to ever run into him again. He's a man who is scared to feel small. It's quite ironic, he's a little short, ain't he? who are scared to feel small will do anything to feel big. God, he's lining me up with the crossbow <laughs> from the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that's, yeah, generally those that are in small stature and get power are afraid to lose it. Look, there are things that are not my place to tell you and uh, I don't really break my word. That's understandable. But if you want some advice... Oh, God. Yes. Trust Sir Orm. But just maybe, maybe prod him a little bit more for information. Gladly. I'm sure I can do that. I just... I don't know what to make of the situation. F- surely if Leo was here, he'd have some insight into Father Dornan, what it could all possibly mean. I'll have to talk to him about it in the morning when he wakes up. Sounds like a good idea. But that reminds me, and I just kind of crack the window slightly so Riker can come in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is where we find out that Annie Wickler has a mad bird phobia. <laughs> Annie Wickler just looks at it and looks at you and just goes... Licks her lips. <laughs> <laughs> if Riker makes you uncomfortable, I can can send him away for He's a little bit. He's fine. Just don't shit or throw up anywhere. I know what you owls are like. Oh, that's right. Riker, I'll change you back shortly. For I'm a so- second, I thought you were talking to Kodak. I'm still, I'm still so sorry. <laughs> he just turns around and lifts his tail and shows you his butt. <laughs> that's, that's fair. And I'll begin setting up the stuff so I can change Riker back into a crow. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I Can guess. Can you turn him into anything? Yeah. Within reason, anything? yeah. Oh, damn it. Anything. Okay, so within reason. That I can't turn it into a horse. Into what? Or a, a horse. dragon. I was um, going to say a human. No. Familiars have to be small or tiny, I believe. Yeah. Um, what about a tiny-sized human? No. It's mm. just a fairy. 
It's just a miniature version of Gordy. You can turn him into an imp. Yeah. Nymph. Imp. 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 Uh, um, I mean, it depends. Um, you can also cast Polymorph on them. I think um, technically it's a Fae spirit for you, isn't it? As yeah. A, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Carry on. Yeah, because no. it can be a Fae, Celestial, or, or fiend, fiend, but given yep. everything with Wicklow, it's a... It's yeah. A, it's he's be- I've taken an actual bird and just kind of bound it to me. Pretty much. Sorry, buddy. You'll live. <laughs> You're mine now. <laughs> We're having tacos later. <laughs> so that would be it. Um if we, if everyone's to have a chat with you in the morning, would that be okay before we leave with Aurum? I don't care. This is the most exciting stuff that I've had happen to me in a few hundred years. I've been stabbed. <laughs> Less enthusiasm <laughs> would be okay in this circumstance, I feel. It was only a little stab. Looks at where the blood is up on the blade. Like, it's but a flesh wound. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I mean, to be fair, my sister has done worse to me. and That's something you can unpack later. Thank you. But I should. I'll probably need a little bit of shut eye. There's not really much more from it, except they were arguing near the church. Yeah, well. Um, I can pester Orum about that one. Oh, you can. Good luck with it, though. I've already been stabbed. How much worse can you get? Just don't get incinerated. Yeah, I suppose I can't be much use to you if there's nothing of me left. That is true. I'll keep it in mind. Well, thank you for that. I'm off to bed. Radio. See you in about uh, two and a half hours. <laughs> and I just walk and pass out on the floor next to Leo. <laughs> yeah, the um, the house does it adjusts itself so that when you walk out, you can just walk across the hallway and into mm. a bedroom and just fall on a bed. Sorry, did MC Escher design this house? <laughs> it's a magical house. Okay, it didn't have cable as long just- as it doesn't get up and chicken kick me. So you pass out on your bed. Um, I'm still, yeah, I'm just still dead to the world. Yeah, Leonette's asleep. <sighs> Gordy. Yeah. You're, you're having a dream. Oh, good. <laughs> and you're not, you're not quite used to these dreams. Oh, good. But you dream that you're back home. Oh, good. <laughs> and you're in the mines and you're mining. And you keep mining deeper and deeper and deeper. And it gets hotter and brighter. And eventually you break through this dark, almost glass-like rock into this massive cavern, much like the cavernous lake where (laughs) you set your dead to um, travel into the next world. But instead it is made of fire. Oh, good. And there are things in that fire that are clamouring to get out through this hole that you have made between the worlds. Oh, good. Excellent. Excellent. And then you wake up. to Covered the, in sweat and weeping hysterically. To the sound of birds and it's an ironically peaceful morning. What do you do? Take a few deep breaths. It's just a dream. Just a dream. Just a dream. And then I will get up, dress and go downstairs to see if I can find the others. Okay. What are you doing this morning, Leonette? Hmm. Um, I'm just sort of still thinking about and reflecting on the discussion that um, Gordy and I had last night. Yeah. Um, and just pondering a few different things that she said and pondering a few things that I said and just sort of reflecting on Sir Orem and how much we know or don't know about his intentions. Yeah. So as you get ready to go downstairs and you... Look in the mirror or the window or whatever reflective surface there is. 
just see this faint glow around you that you don't think was there before. Ooh, Leo. Share with me your makeup routine. Um, hmm. Positively glowing. That must have been some amazing tea. And after a moment, it, it fades, and your your hands are feeling just a little bit tingly. <laughs> Don't like this. Feels like I'm being... <laughs> Don't like this. All right. Okay, so as you all arrive into the kitchen for breakfast... We will cut to another short break. You're listening to Dungeons and Airwaves here on 106.9 Tune FM, and we'll be right back.
Alrighty, we are back. Hello. 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 Howdy. And everyone is Woden. getting ready for breakfast. <laughs> I'm going to go retrieve the knife off the table from the night before. Okay. Good is already buttering her bread with it. There's blood on it. <laughs> Flavor. Hey, hey Gordy, it oh, looks like you've got something behind your ear. And I got to put my hand there and apparate Riker out from behind your head. <laughs> there is now a crow right in front of you. Oh, my God. Mum always told me to brush my hair before I got up in the morning. It's I basically just, a bird's nest. I just, kind of, <laughs> I just put Riker on Gordy's shoulder. I'm like, behave, Riker. And I go have I'm breakfast. He's going to start, like, feeding him bits of bread. Yeah, he just kind of sits there. And, and bacon. Hang on, wait, sorry. Okay, there we go. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, and just nibbles at your hair a little bit, kind of making it comfortable for him. I love him. Ashal is also sitting there just kind of... Drinking soup out of a mug. How are you feeling today? Um, Kodak. Yes, Leo? Could you do that trick to bring back the horses? Unfortunately, <laughs> it only works on Riker. <laughs> Damn. But if we go to Winged Race, we can pass back through and get our horses. I thought you were saying Wind Grace. Oh, whoops. It's Windgate. My bad. <laughs> I want my horses. You've got... <laughs> when we go to Orums, then we head from Orums to continue on our quest into the Ironback Forest. Perhaps we can make a detour and get the horses. I mean... Uh, and by now, we should be able to go back to... If we want to do a memorial for Katia where she actually died. Can, can you not just it. get someone to send the horses to meet you at Windgate? Fenelon would do that for us if I asked him. That's very fair. I didn't think of that. I will cast! <laughs> Good! Sorry. I'm, I'm pretty sure he just <laughs> bit his tongue and his toast. <laughs> <laughs> I Sorry, I did... Um, I my tongue. Tongue. Yeah, I just sort of <laughs> choked a little bit there. Sorry. Uh, okay, I will use my third level f- f- spell slot to cast Sending. Okay. And I will cast Sending to Old Mate Fenelon. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to say, my dearest, fri- my dearest friend Fenelon, we are headed to Wingate with Aurum. Could you please have horses sent there to meet us? Kind regards. Love Lionette. <laughs> XOXO. Exo, gossip Lionette. <laughs> X- oh, that counts. Never mind. Yeah, 25 <laughs> votes. That's enough. And after a moment, you uh, hear back, I can do that for you. Much obliged, my friend. I say to myself. Leo, why are you whispering to yourself? <laughs> because I'm getting horses. Oh, the horse is coming back. Oh, yes. I hope they're getting they're set well. to meet us at Wingate. And um, as you're having breakfast and Ashal's just... Still slowly buttering toast. And I hope you can see in the dark, Kodak, because midnight's coming! <laughs> I, I can see that in the dark. That was very funny and very cool. <laughs> I think you're the only one that can't see in the dark. <laughs> uh, so, Aurum. Oh, oh, no. Back to DNA. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, Aurum appears in the room. He's got a nice aura about him. Uh, uh. I'm going to confiscate your phone. I'm going to confiscate Ben out of this room. Sleep well, Aurum. <laughs> Wonderfully. And yourself? Like a log. Mm. Couple splinters here and there, but nothing I can worry about. Hopefully nothing too painful. No, I'm fine. Are you all ready to go? Yeah. About as ready as I'll ever be. Gordy, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Look at the birds coming. Riker. And I just kind of call out and he flies up lands on my shoulder. <laughs> Taking Gordy's toast Betrayal. with him. <laughs> Betrayal. Very well. 
And Charles, will you be staying here? And Charles just kind of looks and is like, yeah, I'm just going to stay here for a little bit and um, maybe do some odd jobs around the place to recuperate and, you know, how it is. Rest up, buddy. Oh, I'll be fine. Look, it's nothing I can't handle. And um, Orm nods at this and motions for you all to follow him. And he leads you down the hallway through a couple of doors to a large empty room upon which is inscribed a glowing circle filled with runes. Ooh. Right, I, sp- I spent most of last night working on this so that, um, well, actually, I don't suppose any of you are able to cast this spell, but uh, if at some point you are able to teleport, you will be able to come back here or arrive at Windgate by your own power rather than mine. Ooh, that's good. Now, in the circle, please, and uh, leave all limbs inside at all times. I just kind of yell down the hallway, Thanks, honey, we're glow. You just see her. Yeah. That's good enough. <laughs> Hops in the circle. Please keep your hands and feet inside the quan at all times. Enjoy the <laughs> ride. that too. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and you feel a sensation similar to the first time you were teleported. Something like a squeezing sensation as you are forced through the ether and appear in Sir Orem's teleportation room. That never gets any easier. Oh, that was amazing. That was like a ride in an amusement park. So, so Orem, will we now uh, will we now <laughs> will we now be able to like you said, cast, will we, will we now be able to return here of our own free will? Uh, only when you're able to cast the spell. Yeah. We're also basically at the end of this episode, you appear in so Orem's room. Was this sort of the natural conclusion? Pretty much. And um, Thank you, Sir Orem. It doesn't look like the dungeon we were in that one time here. No. Oh, thank you. Because we were here, so like we're back in his tower, we're back in his yeah. wonderful abode. Yeah. His library's here. The horses. Are not. The horses will <laughs> not be here yet. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably arrive in like five to six business days. Yeah. <laughs> Damn Australia Post. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just a postie appears outside. It's the artificer delivering the mail. <laughs> Just like one of those little slips. You have mail waiting for collection at your nearest post office. (laughs) He just knocks on the door, you open, he teleports away. (laughs) (laughs) You've missed. Sorry, we've missed you. (laughs) Please travel halfway to collect your two horses. Um, Is there anything you wanted to do before we end tonight's session? Find a horse. No. (laughs) That was actually really bad. Like, that was a bad word to cut off. Yeah, I was about to say, please finish that horse. (laughs) I meant to say, find a horse. There's some horses in this house. There's some horses horses in this house. (laughs) Okay, um, before anyone asks, no, we are not allowed to play that song. I, I don't want us to no, play no. that song. Um, I'm going to go check out that temple thing again. I just want to have a closer look at... Okay. Now we've got the information we do, I want to see if I can decipher the artwork that was in there a little bit more. Okay. And okay. give Riker a bit of a fly. Yep. Easy done. I am going to investigate the house a little bit because I still don't trust Aurum. Okay, and, and this is also the first time you've been here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is all very new to me. Yep. And Leonette, what are you doing? I'm just sort of straight to the library, just having a big old study. Okay. okay. And just so Orem, once again, we thank you for your kind hospitality. You are most welcome. And as the three of you all go your separate ways for the moment, exploring, reading, learning, we cut just quickly to Sir Orem, alone in the top of his tower, as he just falls into an old armchair and pulls out his pipe and starts smoking 
But once again, there is no source of the flame. And he looks out through this stained glass window and just heaves a heavy, tired sigh as he watches the waves crash upon the cliffs. And that is where we will end tonight's session. Wow. Um, Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. I hope uh, I have intrigued you with some plot. Um, It's good to be back in the studio. Yeah, definitely. Um, Next week, we probably will not have another session, unfortunately. That remains to be seen. Um, But if you're not doing anything, Billy, we could run through another... Like, just a yeah, we casual discussion session where we talk about what's been going on. Um, D&D for beginners. Pretty much, yeah. Um, maybe talk about some of the new things the that are ABCs being released. The ABCs to d yeah. Oh, my God, yes. I would listen to that. In <laughs> um, fact, I would listen to this whole podcast found on all... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. My turn for a plug. <laughs> if you want to catch up, you can do so on Spotify or uh, Podbean or Apple iTunes. Just look for Dungeons and Airwaves. Uh, you can also find us on Tumblr at dungeons-and-airwaves.tumblr.com. Um, a link will be in the show notes. And, yeah, thank you so much for listening. I'm well, Emily, and I've been Gordy. I'm Billy, and I play Kodak. And as always, I am Ben, and I play Leonid Lawkeeper. I'm Ash, I've been your dem. De- I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been your dem. I'm Ash, I've been your DM. Yes, he's been the dum. I've been the dum. The dum dum, um, the dum for dum. This just in. Ash is a dum dum. Yeah. I am tonight, and we hope you all have a wonderful night. Thank you so much for listening.
Tune FM, student-powered radio.